and we are recording. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Loud Dispatch. Hello, loudies. How's it's, everyone? Uh, it's your host, Mark, with your host, Cheech. Hello. We're here with special guest, Brando. Brando, Brando the Kid. Brando the Kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Monday, Monday. Yes, Sunday, Monday. That is correct. Uh, today's episode is brought to you actually by our sponsor, Blockbuster Video. Yes. How many of you remember that? Blockbuster Video, um, with a handful of VHS tapes, DVDs, and Blu-rays that you can probably stream anywhere online for free, you can re you can rent these films at any given moment at any given time. Uh, but they would like to remind you to please be kind and rewind your VHS tapes at all times. Remember when you used to have like three days to keep a VHS tape, and then it went down to like uh, I don't know, you could rent four by, hours. Yeah, you yeah. could you could rent by the day, or you could rent like you know, two days or three days. I actually I worked at a video store for like seven years. Yeah, the three straight right, up. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. You you have no idea like the amount of people that like rented videos like on a regular occasion. It was so funny to me. I worked at two different videos. I was stores. one of them. Well, it's funny because the first video store that I worked at, I know this is totally off topic, but the first video store I worked Those at actually, no, the first video <laughs> store I worked at actually did have an adult section. And at the time I was actually um, younger uh, than 18. Let's just leave it at that. I think I was... I was like I was like 16 years old. Hold on, and I'm not even I'm not even kidding with you. I was like between like 15. No, I was like 15 going on 16. Right, I was like 15 and a half or something like that because I had to get a work permit. Um, dude, no joke. And so this place had an adult section in it, and it had surveillance cameras. I get hired and my first day that I'm supposed to start, they tell me don't come in because they got robbed. Oh, uh, who robs a video store? Really? Uh, they got they got robbed at knife point or something crazy, ridiculous like that. And I'm thinking to myself, is this like really where I want my first job to be? Hell yeah! So I say, that my, sounds exciting. So I say to myself, sure, let's let's. This sounds interesting. We let's see where this goes. Uh, and the first week that I'm there, I meet the who I find out later is going to be my, uh, and this could get people in trouble, but let's just say a teacher of mine in school. In the um, adult section. Yes, in the adult section. Um, and as I'm ringing, said. Uh, teacher up, I'm asked for a movie. He, mind you, he has three adult films with him. Uh, he's renting them all for three days. Uh, and one of the things that we had to do every night was call people that were late on their movies. So if you didn't turn a movie, you had to call them. Um, uh -huh. Yeah. That that is correct. Um, and having to call and ask for the beat finish porn that he Oh I know I'll never understand that. That's all. I'll never understand it. I don't I don't but that was that was like my first like real job was like working in a video store with like an adult section and then I worked at family like uh, a Hollywood video 
That's it. I thought it was a blockbuster. Yeah, it Hollywood no, video. it was a That's Hollywood right. video. Yeah. I worked there by Kennywood for like, I, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we would we would get, yeah. we would get movies a week before they came out to the public. So a week before they got released, we would get the movies in the store, uh, so that we could watch them and like you know review them and basically give suggestions. Sure. It makes oh it, hell yeah. The fact that my daughter you know what makes you feel old is your yeah. beard. It's very gray. Uh, yeah. It <laughs> it's is the silver fox it's over silver here. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, this is the brand of the kid that we've been talking about for for uh, yeah. episodes. Let's let's uh there's we make talking points because we're gonna have another guest here and um he's not here. Yeah, Josh, so, we wish you well, yeah, man. We'll see you on the next podcast or in a future one podcast here. Yes, yeah, so let's pour out one for Josh. So because it's feeling safe. <laughs> oh, Oh, I, I thought we were really pouring one out. My we fault. literally talked about this on the deck. We were just going to pour it into our mouth. Uh, nope, sorry. I spilled uh, it last, last week. I spilled you did. So you did. There was a spill from last <laughs> so, week as well. That it's, one really was for you, Josh. It's a reoccurring thing. He really... All right, whatever. All right, so anyway, so Brandon. Brando. Brando the kid. So Brando, we go back very far with Brando. I met Brando at the start of Drop Monday uh, when I met Cheech. That, that's a little before. Correct. Yeah. And then he was in uh, TDI, The Dream Attended. Yes. I was thinking earlier today, yes. I was like, huh, he's the only one that was in both bands. Yeah. No, it's not true because Peach was in uh, Monday. I would yeah, just, he was. Yeah. I, I would just like to point out this, Jim. While we were setting this all up today, I know you guys probably can't see it. Maybe I'll, I'll bring it closer whenever we edit this. But uh, this is a picture of us back in the day. Uh, this was part of our promo package, our electronic press kit or our regular press kit. Uh, and if you look, it's very funny because we all look like babies in this You picture. all were babies. We all were babies. That was yeah. what? That's close to what? It's like 13 years ago. Yeah, this is. 12 years ago. We've, we've all known each other for a very long time. Let's, oh, let's Lord, put it that have, way. Huh? Let's put it that way. We've known each other for a very, very long time. Like like back in the day whenever pagers were existing. I remember meeting Brando and like. We used to talk, like, you gave me your mom's number because, like, we only had landlines. We didn't people. have cell phones yet. Yeah, and then, like, I remember when Brando finally got a pager and he was like, page me. Yeah. He never answers anything. Nobody, That's, yeah. It's a miracle he's here. No. Mm. Um. <laughs> that was harsh. That was it harsh. was a little harsh, but he knows it's true. But he knows it all. We'll put yeah. up with it. Yeah, yeah. We, love you too. we love you too, man. For real. We we uh, got nothing but love for you. We've been here for like we've known each other for so long. Brando oh. Brando and my brother were actually the best men at my, my wedding, so that's great. Kind of crazy. But um for whatever reason Brando's drinking wine tonight. I don't know what the hell that's Sunday. all about. <laughs> Sunday fun day isn't as Sunday fun Monday. as we want you to think it is. So we all have day jobs. Yeah, beer could give me uh, heartburn. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. But whatever, I'll the hops. I think it is the hops. I feel you. That's like, why I don't I drink real hoppy beers. Yeah, I I drink real hoppy beers. Um, so that might. So you have no taste questions. buds. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm your basic bitch. I almost bought Iron City oh, just to like why prove. I just wanted to prove that? because we're a Pittsburgh podcast. And my thought was, why don't we 
show of Pittsburgh beer and how as bad as it is, within the first can, it kills your taste buds and then you can't taste it anymore. And, you know, Look, I just that's wanna, how we roll here. I want to point something out that earlier in the week, Mark brought up this idea of having cozies with the loud dispatch Ooh. stickers that, that we talked about online on them so that you couldn't see the beer. So why the, the hell? Uh, yeah, <laughs> right? So wh why are we putting then... Why would you buy like a Pittsburgh based beer if you're going to put it in a cozy? Anyway? Well, the reason we're using the cozy is well, <laughs> yeah, okay, so we're trying to hide, <laughs> uh, you know, nobody sponsors us yet. And, and, wink, wink. Uh, would like to, yeah, but um, so we're trying not to show what kind of beer we're drinking now or wine. Unless you want to sponsor us, Fatheads Bumbleberry. I don't give a I shit. Mean, this is Voodoo. So Voodoo yeah. Brewery, get, get it's it. It's still all Pittsburgh companies. It yeah. is. It is. So, Brando, let's let's oh, talk for so a second. There's there's so much that we'd like to talk about with Brando. Brando, and the funny part is, like, I typed up all these talking points, and I texted <laughs> Mark the other night, and I was like, yo, look, I, I typed up all these talking points. Like, we have all these things to talk about. Like, when everybody comes over, we're going to be able to fit everybody on the screen. Oh, my God, it's going to be great. Oh, this is wonderful. And he comes over today, and I was like, dude, did you check out the talking points? And he was like, no. <laughs> Hang on. No, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me pull out my Luckily, phone. Luckily, I have my Google Drive on my phone. Right. But, we, yeah, but. I had a very you know, irresponsible weekend. It's, it's fine. So. I'm not even mad about it. I'm just, you know, it is what it is. Um, but regardless, what I thought was interesting was Brando actually brought up a point that he had some things that he wrote down that he wanted to Ooh. talk about. So instead of even bringing up any of these talking points just yet, I'm going to let Brando take the floor and I'm going to let you tell us how you met us if you want to why you know us if you want to what you think about us and any talking points you'd like to bring up because uh you're here with us today how are you how have you been good, good. cheers to brandon cheers to brandon oh my god uh -huh. see this is the whole point brando this is the whole point we drink sunday fun day it's sunday fun day exactly yeah. oh um yeah so so you guys are always talking about genres mm -hmm. uh -huh. oh boy here we well, go i'm gonna ask you guys a serious question have you ever heard beethoven yeah. yes <laughs> he was that guy who did that thing right yeah it was <laughs> no dude you got it all wrong beethoven was that guy that did the thing not the thing he wrote the, the thing not did the thing yeah, he, he, he wrote, wrote the thing. well honest answer yeah yeah, we, we, <laughs> uh, yeah. yes Heard of Beethoven, yes. Yeah. We, we, I, I'm not going to lie. We were, I, and I'm going to let Brandon go on this one because he's absolutely right. We were talking earlier and he brought up a very valid point that we did rush through the genre. Uh, Even though we took two episodes, we still miss this. We still miss this. So go ahead. Bring, lay it on us. Lay it on us. So, we have it coming. You technically never. Oh, oh okay, my God. You're right, wow. Right. Okay. The only way you were ever actually able to hear classical music was by sheet music. So it wasn't technically the person writing the sheet music that you were hearing play. 
even though you were reading it and somebody else is playing their music, you're still not technically getting the emotion of the person that technically wrote the song. You're right. I see what you're saying. Well played. Yeah. Well so, played. So basically, you're saying that even a person, a composer like Beethoven, Mozart, so and so, they don't even technically know how to have, they don't even have to know how to play the instrument. They only have to know how to compose music using key and notes and Correct. time was, and you know yeah which was back then was the only true way of being so here's a question for you then has anybody Ooh. ever heard beethoven play or have they only you know like did he yeah, ever perform well did he yes, perform or yes, did he compose yes. with others what do you did mean, he, what do you, he so you guys have seen it no kidding no, i know listen yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, wait. Can I have anybody can cover that the song? Having the same emotion. Yeah. So, so right. I'd like to bring up a valid point that Brandon actually talked about. So, one of the things that we can all come together on is a a artist, writer, musician uh, by the name of Butch Walker. Um, and the other day we were having a conversation. Uh, Butch Walker, actually, what people don't know is he wrote Taylor Swift's uh, "Shake It Off." And if you remember the songs, like shake it off, shake it off. So at the Grammys that year, yes, he played the uh, ukulele. He, he played, yeah, he, he, played, he played like the guitar and like the ukulele or something. And social media was blowing up, like, who is that dude with the leopard print tattoos? And I remember riding around in Glassport, like in your Honda Civic, blasting yeah, like, like letters, like left to South Center, yeah, and like. Yeah. I actually stole your copy of Left the South Center, so I apologize about that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I just think it's funny that, like, so you bring up that point about, like, did Beethoven ever actually play? I think in some regards you have to play to just show that you can compose and what you're trying to conceive. And that's what people were trying, they would take the sheet music and they would go, okay, well, this is clearly the emotion that this person is trying to drive. They give you the, they give you the tempo, they give you the beat, they give you that. Right. But they don't give you that fixed emotion of you technically playing it. Where they were right. when they wrote it, that, yeah. that mindset. I mean, then that leads to the next point. Most those classical writers, they wrote write on sheet music that was the way that they recorded there was no, that yeah yeah it's not track it wasn't track. audible it was so they could pass it on to the future we wouldn't have the classic music we have today if it was written on sheet music but that leads to my next point is even you i cheech no, I can't. Courtney. Yeah. yeah. Not really Interesting. But the Melody Man. The greatest the Melody songwriters Man. by ear. Yeah. So leading back. Well, which Beethoven was blind, right? No, he was deaf. 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 He wasn't deaf. born and like deaf. he was only no, but he went deaf. He but, went deaf, but he was so still able to write music because he understood. That's what I'm saying, though. You don't even so maybe he he did play, but. You know, music is a language mm -hmm. that you can learn and you can, you don't even have to understand, like know how to play the instrument, have the skill to play it well, right. but you could compose something gorgeous Absolutely. just by yeah. knowing music Absolutely. and understanding that language Absolutely. and how it's written. Yeah. And sometimes that's bad. 
gives you an advantage, I think, because you're trying to write something that nobody else has ever written before, but you definitely don't know how to write. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you might come along <laughs> with something that absolutely yeah. beautiful. Well, I think it's funny that you actually bring that up because when you think about the writing process for the dream intended, and I'm sure for Drop Monday as well, right? We would we would start this writing process like Jake and I, or like Brando and I, or like Jeff and I, like or whoever. I would just come up with a melody and be like, "Yo, can you play this in the guitar for me?" Like, like here's my singing pattern. Like, this is what I'm thinking of. Like, like, what do you guys think? And like Brando would come up sometimes and just be like, "Yo, check out this guitar riff I wrote." Like, and we'd be like, "Yeah." Something bad, like you know what I mean, or like Mark would come up with a bass riff and just be like, like Green Light, like from Drop Monday, like that was like. I started dicking around with this bass line, and uh, I was playing with the idea of like classical finger picking on a bass. A little bit. No, that was just that was just because I fucked every speaker up that I ever played. <laughs> I never had a distortion pedal, but I wanted one. Nobody ever liked it. Yeah, I just fucked everything up. But uh, yeah, so it was just written by, I was playing this thing, and uh, and I think Johnny Ballgame started just jamming this blues riff over it, and Buddy started playing, the pentaton, yeah, yeah, and and Buddy uh, got jamming on the drums, and he started screaming about a green light, and, and then we, we wrote a song. That's a green light! Yeah, somebody come up with something, you'd be like, oh. What notes are you playing there? What key is that? You know? No. 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 Felt the groove. <laughs> right. You know, oh. A lot of writing happens when not everybody's there. Listen, and I'm not saying this, but like I am saying this, when the dream intended was in full swing, Brando, uh, Mark, uh, you you guys have been to band house, like my, the dream dream intended pretty much all lived together. Brando was like one of the only ones that like didn't live there, but was practically living there, like you might as well have been. Yeah, I mean, because we had practice right down the road, so we would all meet up at the band house. We had a kegerator, we had like bars, we had all kinds of craziness. It was like, there are. Right. 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 Well, and that's not that. No, no, not, please. Not to Mine is you. totally, dude. That thought was not. Just go ahead. Don't worry. Like we're good. It. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it, it cracks me up because when you think about it, that's exactly right. Like there were so many times when we'd just be feeling the groove and like. It brings me back to the point of chemistry. Like, you know, people will ask you, like, well, why don't you start another band? Well, the reason why is because the chemistry isn't there. Like, you can jam with whoever you want. And if you understand music, you can play music with whoever you want. But it's being able to have that music inside you and having the chemistry between you. And any artist will tell you the same thing, too. Like, you work with certain artists, the chemistry was there, everything worked out. You know, there you go. Yeah.
But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a point here. The true chemistry of rage, and I love rage themselves, the four members, but the three instrumentalists are Rage Against the Machine sound. Zach De La Roca is Rage Against the Machine's attitude. You know what I mean? Like, they make it all together, but like you saw Audio Slave is a great band still. You know? Okay. But it had a different feel, right? A different feel. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Bradley Knowles Sublime. Yeah. I saw them live, though, last year. And uh, they play a shit ton of Sublime. It's almost all Sublime stuff. The only real member left is Eric, the bass player. Even Bud, the drummer, left. You know what? What's that guy's name that replaced? Uh... Yeah. Rome. 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 Um, I, I can't speak highly enough of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I thought you were going down. No, 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 no. No, I was going straight uphill with that because he's he's incredible. Like, he's the perfect fit for, like, what if we needed to replace a singer? Okay, and that actually brings up a very valid point that I would like to talk about real quick is branding, right? So, you see a Sublime sticker anywhere, right? Whether you know the song Santeria or you know another one, whatever it is, (laughs) whatever it is, by seeing the brand Sublime, their logo, you already know what you're getting invested in, right? Same with Metallica, same with like, so you have members that are interchangeable. You're right. What, What you're doing is you're selling the brand. You're selling the brand. That's exactly all you're doing. Yep. And it's sad because I had a buddy actually uh, who was in a Christian rock band. And I remember this in high school, like, like. Audio you, adrenaline? This was actually in college. No. Um, the Newsboys. Okay. No. They were, they were called uh, Curious with a K. Uh, and they were a Christian rock band. Wow, that really, yeah, that fits another bill for me. Yeah, and, you know, he and I were like... like, A a Boy George cover band. Curious. (laughs) (laughs) That would be right? That would be great. No, that's that's perfect, actually. I would pay a lot of money to see that, I think, because Boy George was shit. Boy George was, I mean... That's like the perfect name. Yeah. Um... Where was I going with this? I don't know, sorry. <laughs> you, you like completely took me off. I'm like a right. wrecking ball, man. <laughs> oh my God. Miley Cyrus. I'll fuck it up for you. Well, we're on the topic, the topic of Miley Cyrus. Uh, has anybody seen uh, Billy Ray Cyrus's latest work? No, yeah, I was going to say, right on the dog. Well, you, you said Cyrus. wrecking ball, and that oh. brought up the, the like, right, Miley right, Cyrus. Right, right. So, do you Ooh, see how yeah, we made that transition? Watch. This wasn't like, yeah, okay, right. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, trust me. I'm willing to say popped in there. No, no, it's actually a good one. Yeah. Oh my God. She was on an episode of Black Mirror. And it was great. It was. Oh, she's cool. She was all. 
fucking badass. And fuck black, this and black, that. Yeah, black bear is fucking Yeah, cool. I finished it finally. Have you seen it, Brandon? Bro, what you gotta watch fuck, Black Bear. Yeah. Every episode's a different. It's totally yeah. separate. So if you can watch you can it watch any order, episode, all very creepy, technological uh, situations. Like, oh, Netflix. Netflix. Uh, by the way, they, they, have, they, yo, they have an entire movie that's, you remember those oh, yeah. Choose Your Own Destiny books? Yeah. They have an entire movie that's Choose Your Own Destiny, but it's a fucking movie. So you like pick what people do and it runs a different thing Look, and you watch it over again. I'm not saying it's great, but neither were the books. You know so. what? So on Netflix for kids, there's one for uh, Bear Grylls. Grylls, Bear Grylls, Bear. And um, Grizzly Bear, we'll call him. Grizzly and Bear. Bear Grizzly. And, uh, Bear Grizzly. Okay. You get to pick what he does. So like, right, Bear Grizzly? I wouldn't fuck him. No. So, nobody, nobody, yeah. no. So he, you know, he like he has to jump in to find this airplane in the desert. So he jumps in. He's got his backpack, and you know, and you pick what he does. And I don't know. Me and my son have seen him so many times that like we're trying to kill him now. We're like, he's like, should we go down this path to the desert in the heat where we might not find water and chase this mirage, or should we go in the direction where the cold air is blowing? And I'm like, desert heat, go <laughs> find water. So he like eats a um, eats a barrel cactus and dies or something. You know, I'm like, oops. Yo, as a There's so much fun. As a complete side note, I know you're talking about like a kid like game or, or what. Yeah, it's like, you know, teenagers. Okay. I like it. So I'm thirty eight, I fucking love it. It's my, cool. My wife and I have been watching this show alone. Uh have you guys seen this? No. But, yo, and no. for whatever reason Brando's name keeps popping up every time we watch it, my god, Brando. So what they do is they take they they take like ten people and they just put them in like the fucking worst places in the fucking world. Like they put them in like the Arctic Circle and like Mongolian forests, and they're like, "All right, you got like sixty-five pounds of camera gear and ten items, and we're gonna see whoever survives the longest wins a half a million dollars." And yo, these motherfuckers like. They trap, they hunt, they kill, they do like they they know so much shit. Their shelters are like are they naked? No, oh. it's, it's not naked and afraid. So I I could do that show minus the naked part. Yeah. One, right. I'm not getting naked in front of anybody but my wife. I can't I can't do I any of it. Oh yeah, I got naked on the side of the highway. <laughs> on the side of a river, there's a highway. <laughs> oh, it was more. It's three quarters. Uh. I was freezing cold. It was in April. It was like 38 degrees. I fell into the water in the river because of this asshole. It was your fault. You're so cold. You tried to pull me next to you. And you pushed down. And I said, no, no, no. Let go, let go. And you let go. And everything went the other way. And I was in the water. I was already leaning the other way trying to compensate. And it was It was cold. So I had to get naked. All right, let's <laughs> let's ask the viewers. We're gonna pull Wait. down here at the bottom of the screen. Just yeah, look. Yeah. Take, take a look. All right, who thinks Brandon is lying? And who thinks Mark is lying? <laughs> so there are. And we're is, showing the live action numbers this event right now. Has a name, and it is the uh, something bridge catastrophe. The the <laughs> that's the bridge. No, it's, it's the bridge has another name. It's like Mayfield Bridge, May, Mayburg, Maysburg, Maysburg Bridge catastrophe. And it happened, we literally got in the water on Saturday. We're going camping. Polling. Polling. Polling, yeah. Somebody. So I'll tell you exactly how this happened. He'll have, like, foggy details. 
We literally just got in the water Saturday to go to the first leg of the trip. It's freezing and fast, and he just hit me in the fucking water. No, he knew that he clearly you were pulled knew the to the side underneath the bridge. Exactly to the side. So mark the side. I was just like, let me go. I'm just gonna go past. You guys will catch up. <laughs> I was fast, man. I was moving. I was moving. <laughs> oh, this is not how it happened at all, guys. <laughs> I, I, I can't you know wait. <laughs> I can't wait to see. I need another beer. You want to? Guests have to get the beer. Yeah. Oh, outside. Okay. All right. Here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna pause. We're gonna pause. We're gonna make a, Oh, that's cool. Okay. Hey, okay. All right. Sorry. We're what, 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 what were you, what were you gonna say? Ah, ice cold locums. Oh, oh, you. you he, he I don't remember where we were. I did. Guests get the beer. Guests get the beer. Yeah. Well. I'll put it to you this way. I'm not even going to lie to anybody else. Uh, we made a studio in the basement. Uh, so this is a basement studio. You can see the speakers. Uh, this is all like... Bumping loud. Yo, we are allowed de dispatch, and it's kind of fun. Right now. You are allowed. He's all yeah. to you. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting, no, we're getting some people. I mean, so I want to thank the couple people on uh, YouTube. I, I yeah. can look you up, but I'm not going to. Um, and just thank you. Why? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, you know what? 20. We can do whatever we want to do. So can I ask you guys? Stars. Shoot. Mm. Yes, I've had sex before. What? Wow, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> that was right. more of a question. So, Paula Graham, H-O-L-L-A-H, thank you. And uh, Michael Kuzel, Kuzel, you the man? Yo, my thank man. Thank you. All right. Uh, you're reading that. <laughs> that was actually well, a question for we're you. Gonna get into, uh, we're going to get into another one of those soon. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I know. this is a future project. You know, we want to grow loud dispatch. Someday we hope to have, well, it's really loud, I'm sorry. No. We hope to have. Uh, maybe like an office space with a table where we're all looking at each other and shit. You mean like Man. No, but, fuck that. No, that's like the, this is more like the view than what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like a conference table with the mics on. We're all looking at each other. With like that Can beer I, that I threw, we're doing you. This is more like Wayne's World. I need the ukulele here. No, no, fuck that. No, no. If you don't yeah, know what Wayne's World yeah. is, you need to pause this. Go watch, go watch it, it. And then watch number two. No, watch number two. Go to Blockbuster. Hold on, hold on. Go to Blockbuster. Go to Blockbuster Video. You guys can't see my T-shirt, but go to Blockbuster Video, right? And then rent Wayne's World because there is still can, a Blockbuster Video in Alaska. You can left. you can absolutely rent Wayne's World. That's that's got to be one of those movies that you can rent somewhere or at least. Right, like, oh, like, that, oh, come on! Like, who the fuck? Came on, came on, oh, Clark, came on, came on. Oh, Clark was good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are you, yo? So the first, the loudies, the loudies, the loudies. We'll grab you by the nuts. So I actually have a, a quick story, which you might actually know of. 
Um, so the first band that was ever in was called the Sidewalk, or Berserkers. no, yeah, yeah, the Sidewalk Berserkers, you're exactly uh, right, yeah. and uh, I was like 12 going on 13, it was a ska band, but it was a Clerks cover band, and at the oh, time, that's cool. yeah, at the time, I was like, we had all these crazy people, this dude Nick Rosso was singing for us, we had this dude HB, like, I was like the youngest dude in there, I wasn't even a teenager yet, I played my first show when I was like 12 years old, right before oh, I turned 13. I not dropped. Yeah, I, I kid you not, we played we played it at the attic at like, in the south side, at like, the top floor, there was a window overlooking the south side, it was the craziest night of my life. I remember like so many vivid memories of that night. Um, but yeah, we had like songs like A Wolf in Sheep's Clothing, where he's like, A wolf, wolf. And like we had like songs about uh, 37, which, if, yeah, do you get the reference? Yeah. I, if anybody's a Kevin Smith fan, you'll get oh, the reference. Mm -hmm. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. Hey, you, get back here. My uh, my first band had a song called, uh, so we did um, the Cookie Monster song. See, it's the cookie. Yeah, Dead Monkey. <laughs> it's good enough for me. And it was metal. We were metal. And then we also did, um, we had General's Toys. And it was General's Toys. They have, uh, no, there's more to fuck. I was just saying it in my head. Um, that was you, buddy, Bosco. Yep, my brother. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah, it was a good time though. Yeah, so old school lyrics. Some of the best sometimes, you know. Um, Absolutely. So I was going to ask you guys whole, whole new topic. We're switching gears here. All right. Segway. Um, so if you could have a superpower, what would you pick? Shit lightning. I mean, I'd rather fart lightning. <laughs> I feel like if you shit lightning, that you're gonna like, like the most random ass like. I mean, it could be cool though. You know what I mean? Just you bend over and somebody's like, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, check this out. out. You see that can? You throw that beer can way out in the yard. Watch this. <laughs> All right. So Brandon would like the shit lightning. I was thinking like I think flight. Or invincibility would be pretty cool. Yeah, flight would be cool. Super strength would be cool, but I'm afraid I break stuff already. Like shooting. Yeah, like a four type thing. You know. Yeah. Like I've definitely so like I've thought about this a lot, and like my daughter's been on this Disney kick, so like she's been watching. Like occasionally she'll pick a Marvel movie, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. Right. And like I keep looking at like Captain America and I'm like and maybe the other Ed Piscor can give us some insight mm -hmm. on this kayfabe, by the way. The other Ed Piscor is a famous cartoonist who wrote about family trees. He's my cousin, loving the death. Great guy. Written. written. He wrote <laughs> he wrote the hip hop family trees. Uh, he just did Marvel brand design, which is why I'm asking, like like what? Like he was a super soldier, right? So they injected him with a serum. Yeah, and Captain yeah. America. Is he invincible? Like no, what's no, the deal? he like, can die. And what the but fuck's up with his shield? Like he heals quick. What do you want to know? Oh, dude, this is my subject. What do you want to know? So wanna, a shield. Yeah, like so what's, shield what's made of vibranium. Vibranium okay. is the hardest, and uh, it doesn't vibrate. That's why it can take a hit from a bullet 
it doesn't like sting his arm because it won't vibrate it so hard sense. it'll absorb the impact yeah. his body it's he's definitely can be killed he's not immortal no he's not then, he's not, then like, how's he do he crazy doesn't get shit. shot he's never been shot like as he's running and stuff, the bullets aren't hitting him. He's fast. His Is reflexes are incredibly, but he also heals quickly. So when he gets hit, when he gets like hurt, he heals okay. quickly. That's why he can't get drunk because his metabolism is so fast. He can never get drunk. He's drinking a bottle of whiskey in the first one. He's like, you know what sucks about having a bit of fast metabolism? Can't ever get drunk. So his then friend died and stuff. So, bro, he has to be even like an entire cow a day. Well, that's, that, that's a Spider-Man thing too. Like Spider-Man's supposed, to, or no, the Flash. The Flash always eats very. Like he has to eat a ton because it burns his energy. Same thing. In, in reality, he would have to constantly be going into battle with a pizza and a hoagie. You know what I mean? Like shield on his back, hoagie in one hand, fucking six pack of brews just for the calories. I need this. Yeah, like you know, in reality, kind of. Yeah, you know. But so I would like, like I've always admired Superman, despite like. He is the ultimate superhero. He just can't, you know, unless you have green glowing fucking kryptonite, well, can't be beat. I think we only have one real superhero. Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for he's, something else. He's I'm glad you said him. I'm glad. Yes, you know what? He is our, our future Tony Stark. He is. Yeah. He is. I mean, the guy made a fucking, he made flamethrowers just for the shits and giggles and sold them. <laughs> Oh, he's awesome. And he named his kid like a bunch of symbols. It's like it's, it's like Thanos. I think it's Thanos. So what I love about the fact that he named his kid something absolutely ridiculous. Somebody Google what the name of the kid was. It was like they won't even let him like, use the number. Yeah. He so here's, here's the deal, right? He names he, no. he he named his kid like a mathematical equation. And actually, no, there's a okay. Yeah, and like he, like he, when people asked him, like, well, why is your aunt? He's like, my kid just told me about all the time. And like, okay, so it's X, yeah. it's, it's, it's XAEA-XII, and it means everything has a meaning. Hang on. So it was originally, this, so the, this, this, this was his response. The AE is, is a symbol more than mm -hmm. the actual AE. It's an A attached to an E, and I believe it's a Greek symbol or something. And then it was A-12, and they wouldn't let him use the 12, so he has to use the XII. So, uh, but it, wait, wait, let me see if I can find this. Um, so the results are... Well, I mean, so there is a pronunciation, but I forget what it is, too. Uh, if you missed it, here's a breakdown of a little X's handle. X stands for an unknown variable. AE is the artificial intelligence or AI and A-XII is the name of the 1960s US Air Force spy plane. A-12, yeah. So the pronunciation goes like this. X like the letter, X like the letter, A-E is pronounced ash and then your standard A-12 as in X ash A-12, duh. It's ash A-12. It's ash A-12. Exactly, say 12. Uh, is it or is it supposed to be said the way that it's it does like phonetic? It says as an X dash ash dash a 12. Duh. Okay. <laughs> it literally said duh. It, it does say duh. I'm not gonna lie to you. It does say duh. Like, like, like as a I feel like common a, person is supposed to be like, 
Oh shit! I should have like, known that from the beginning. That's right? like a like like a, a salutation to somebody in another language. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. This you know? is somebody that has so much money. He's like, let me see what I can get away with. I'm gonna get the most. Yeah, like if like, I give them a Tesla, they're gonna let me do this. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Know, like, like, this, it's a girl, I yeah. think. I think it's a girl. I, I can't let them name me fuck you. So what well, else can I name? So do you guys know what an ampersand is? And an ampersand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you know the at symbol and the and symbol in our alphabet. That is called an ampersand for the at and an ampersand for the and. Yeah. Well, so I, I'm a graphic designer, but you learn that, you know, I know that's not my dad, my brilliant dad taught me that. Thank you, Tony. Um dad. So thanks, Tony, by the way. No, it's half the battle. But so there was a couple in China or Japan a few years ago who wanted to name their kid that symbol, ampersand. It wasn't like the name was going to even be ampersand. It was going to be the symbol. And the, the government, I think it was China, the government was like, no, you're fucking stupid. No, we're not going to do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was like, what? What is wrong with this? I, I, can, I can get, like, why people want to, like, I mean, when we were naming, like, our daughter, like, we knew we were having, like, it was, it was a long process. Your daughter's name is beautiful, though. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And, like, stuck in the right, right. We, it, it, well, it, it didn't, like, really, like, go, like, we didn't go over the limit. We weren't, like, a, what was it, a ashes? <laughs> a ashes. Like, we, <laughs> we, we weren't, like, trying to be, like, yeah, we want to name our child, um, Five four three two one X two. Like your password for your email. Yeah, exactly. You know right, I mean? right, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Log into the like Wi-Fi. Like. That's his fucking password for his email. <laughs> Somebody get on Elon Musk email. Oh, oh my god. Exact shit. Well. <laughs> oh shit. What are you? Uh, you're driving. You guys ever go to? I listen to podcasts all the time. Man. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, instrumental? So I, there's times where I'll turn the radio just off completely. I just want quiet and silence. I want to hear the road. I want to hear the car sometimes. Sometimes I think the car's fucked up. So, you know, you want to listen for something. But I listen to podcasts mostly now. And that's why I started wanting to do this was because I listen to people. So I... All right, I personally. I'm glad you said that. This is a good one. This is a good one because so here's how I've always. I'm I'm naturally not a great musician. Audible art is not my primary art form. I'm a visual guy. I have a good eye for color. I have a very good eye for balance and and. I do. I know. I know how to play. I understand music. Yeah. I do have an, like a music musical bone. It's just not my strongest bone. It's not my biggest penis. Can um, tell you what his biggest bone is. Hey, uh, so, but like, so music to me has never been vocal. The vocals to me, a lot of times, are part of the rhythm more and just audible sound more than they are the meaning of the song. So, like, you know, we played Drop Monday songs thousands of times. I still could not sing any of the songs straight through, guaranteed. And like, that's why I was so horrible at going off your vocal keys because yeah. I get lost in. The, no, the the beat, the rhythm, the the drive, like. No, but you're a musician, though. Not I'm a bass player too, though. What's your thing? So, 
it's funny that you mentioned that. I listen to a lot of music that like strictly just like beats, hip hop beats. Like I listen to everything, and and the reason being is because like. So a few months, uh, I can't, it was probably about like two years ago now, Young Thug came out with this album that was all mumble rap and mumble rap was like a big thing. And like it was Trap Scouting and like Skeet and like Masego and like all this crazy stuff was going on. And like the whole mumble rap thing, I just didn't, didn't get, right? Because I can listen to music and feel emotion regardless of whether there's like lyrics there or not. Now, Correct. What pulls on the heartstrings. Now, with that being said, if you've ever listened to the song by Blues Traveler's Hook. Hey, we've talked about this one twice before. Yes. yes. I listened to it just recently, just the other day, and I was listening to the lyrics. This is a prime example. Butch Walker is another person who writes these lyrics, right? They're so catchy and hooky that they might as well be that same guitar riff that you sing in your head because you know the solo off by heart. There's there's a point actually in the Nirvana Unplugged on MTV that they released on CD, right? Where there's great album. It is, and there's a microphone squeal during Man Who Stole the World, and like you know exactly when it's coming, and you wait for it because that's what's on the recording. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. This is something that like music. Sorry, not that. No, no. Go ahead. No, you're not interrupting me. I was gonna interrupt you. Music lyrically yes but like emotionally it's what it invokes so if you can get music without the lyrics and just need the emotion absolutely obviously everything like i i want to bring one one more thing up on transitioning to you i'm going to be the same way Mm -hmm. uh so when you hear a band live or an album live first or you hear it in the studio recording to me, that has a big effect on how the song should sound. Oh, yeah. So I've been, a, you know, a lot of times I really like the recorded version in a studio, but Pantera is one of those bands that the first album I truly listened to was 101 Proof Live. And from that point on, I love their recorded stuff, but the true sound of Pantera oh, is no that sure. grit, raw, live Absolutely. anger. It's not, it's not flawless. It's, there's... Yeah, and yeah. so that to me, so it's funny that Pantera is one of the bands that like they have to be live to me. I like I mean, that's the prime. Too. I mean, but I also agree that if you're gonna be a touring band, that you don't want to overdo your records so bad that when you go play a live gig, you don't sound anything like your record. No, exactly, right. exactly. You know I mean? Overproduction. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You want to be able to go on the road and be just as productive. As you would have been in the studio. I've always been a fan of recording live. What we did with uh, TDI. We we did we did did both. Well, we did yeah. We recorded our album two or three times and never got it out. But I I prefer to do it live. At least rhythm, drums, and bass with a raw vocal for live recording. And then once you get them, you can refine a track. You know, the bass could retrack if they want. That rhythm, that groove, that groove is where it's at. Like that's why Drop Monday was always a live band. You and I always felt that groove. Break apart each individual 
uh, instrument. We lost the emotion. We did. And we, yep, yep. You know, we kind of lost track of what yep. we were trying to do by overproducing. Yep. And that was one thing that she said, I loved it. You know, when, when we did that, we pounded the whole record out in, in two days in a weekend. Yeah, uh, Tree Lady Studios. And all we went back to, you know, to do was just to lay down the boxes. I've always thought we were a live band. I mean, what, why did we do it? Because we because love, to, we be love to be on stage band. and out there with our friends. Like, I'll tell you what, someday if we get, you know, the group and the following here with Loud Dispatch with you loudies, we'd do live shows. Yeah. I would love yeah, to get up. We'd absolutely. go rent the Hard Rock and fucking... We'll get up on stage and get hammered fucking drunk for you. And, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get those marshmallow yeah. PVC guns. We'll make them and then we'll just shoot marshmallows at you guys. I'm not wow, even gonna wow. We, we did that. We did that. We, marshmallow we, guns? We, oh, they're awesome. Yeah, the dream attempt they're actually, awesome. Like, we had marshmallow dreams. Listen, you all have to wear sunglasses. So, so here's, here's our point, right? <laughs> so, years, years ago, the dream intended was playing a show and i don't even know you were in the band at the time no no i was in i was in a band excuse me i was in a band called nabir at the time and we were playing i vaguely remember that short, yeah it was very short lived wow. didn't and, mean something was it something backwards no it was like i don't know luge if you are watching this at oh, any point like please tell us right. yeah uh Adam white on rice with a glass of milk and a snowstorm or something was our band with Luke. Hey, what so, the fuck is this? Uh, Sorry, everybody. That was a yeah. fun one, yeah. But we met we met this band called Glitter Motion. And oh, that's cool, too. Glitter Motion is from Donnie Darko. That's what the name of the dance group oh. was. And I remember thinking, like, damn, these guys need to put on a show. And lo and behold, they put on, like, we were in a, like, I shit you not, when I say like we have played some shitty places, like we have played like like Mom, yeah. that was great compared to that fucking place at Glassport. Uh, Remember that little shithole in the corner? It's literally a shit I believe it. What? Oh my god. What was the name of the place in it was like Millville or whatever, but it was like a, a double door garage and they ran the power from the Chinese restaurant. Do you remember? Oh, wow. <laughs> like, oh, I remember we played. I was in a band called Unspoken, and we had a band come in from out of town, and we were playing this cover. And it was uh, like I want to. I want to say it was Mr. Roboto, but I know that wasn't it. No, but it was. Uh, it was some other like big name club that was coming up, and we get there and the GPS, and we're like, this can't be. Like, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it was something weird. No, I don't think I ever played there. Do you remember? So, did you guys ever play the pancake? Absolutely. Yes. Out yes, in uh, Washington. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I did. know for a fact you did. I played there with Drop Monday and Unspoken. Did we play yes, there before? I don't remember right playing you there. Yes, yes, you did because you had your work band there as well too. Pancake skate, man. That was a fucking. Oh, by the way, I was thinking about this. This was kind of for Josh, but uh, if Loud Dispatch ever gets a vehicle, we're doing an eighteen style fucking van. It's gonna have like big fucking all terrain tires, <laughs> a fucking big V eight van, and so so we're gonna like just so like we're gonna you know we get. Yeah. Lots of lots of loudies and stuff, and we're big time. Yeah, we're gonna like run a uh, uh, fucking go uh, road contest, and we're gonna come by. We're gonna swing into your city. We're gonna come to your house. We're gonna kidnap yeah. the fuck out of you. 
throw you in the back of our van. We're going to take you out and get you fucking hammered. It's on the side. Yeah, it'll be loud dispatch. We'll have, we'll have the glasses at the top of the windshield. Make sure, why not? Begin as you intend to proceed. You know what I mean? I love you know? So, yeah, we're going to big fucking, like, I'm thinking of tires like this wide sticking out. Oh, okay. If anybody wants to donate a van. This is my ADD. Anyway. Woo! Hey, squirrel! He's old. He's got a family. You'd lose your mind. You would lose your creativity. You would lose. So I had this, oh, here's one for you. So I had this conversation yesterday. Uh, so I was in, dur during an adventure I had with my buddy, Brenny. Uh, we're not going to talk about what the adventure was, but it was a very good time. Um, we were taught, no, it's not, yeah, nope, weird, weird. Anyways, um, so we're talking and we're listening to uh, Aerosmith. And it was sweet emotion. Dude looks like a lady. And living on the edge were the three songs he had, right? All three great songs. And I started thinking about them as we're listening to them. And there's a few bands out there. We had kind of talked about this already, um, where they evolve through the years. They stick around for decades, multiple, multiple decades, and they have hits in multiple, multiple decades. <coughs> styles. So like <coughs> we're talking about like Metallica, Branding. Rolling Stones. Branding. Branding. You can I'm sorry, not to interrupt you, but on that same token, right? You have bands like whoever you want. You have bands that they have a brand. You already know what to expect from them. So they can literally get anybody to write from them, fresh aspect or not. I'm talking about I'm, that right there. I'm saying, saying I'm, no, I'm going one step beyond that. Bands that change their style throughout the decades. Look at Aerosmith. Look at Sweet Emotion. Look at Butch Walker. Look at Sweet Emotion. Then look at uh, uh, Living on the Edge. And all different decades. And and do look different years, different decades, different albums, different styles. But they evolved. And then they went into Jaded and um, what was the one for the movie Armageddon? And like, you're talking 90s, 2000s. So they went from what? The, it was late 60s, or early 70s into current day. And they're still a relevant, legendary band. 50 years close to. Still don't have Well, yeah, yeah well. Superman, talked about Superman. I'm just saying, they're the Superman of the bunch. But look at the Stones. They were able to accomplish this. But they kind of kept a similar sound through the whole thing. Look at look at Metallica. Now that, like, we're... Well, look at, we got through the load, and we're back into St. Anger, and, 
and we're into what's the new one, Moth into the Flame and stuff, um, saying that uh, Atlas Rise is a great song. So they've, they've evolved. But when you look back, there were good songs on load now. Yeah. Now that you're like, you're not as pissed off that they changed their sound, you realize that some of the shit's good, like just, gasoline and. Um, I was just gonna who's going to be the next one? Right? Muse. Muse, maybe. Maybe. Look, I know. I know. I know a lot about hip hop, and I really think that J. Cole was the big move in hip hop. Okay. I think that if you follow J. Cole and Ringo Records, Jay Z, I think, hasn't figured out. I think Snoop Dogg hasn't figured out. Snoop, I mean, right, yeah. You're talking, you're talking, they're the same people in. They're the Rolling Stones of rap. I and then there's bands like Rage, where they don't have to put out any more music, and their music is so legendary. Cool. No, but they just did come out a new album, which is great. Can I bring up a point, right? If you no. listen to a <laughs> if you listen to a rage record, right? They're very politically organized. Very like, charged, yes. Right. Well, you know they're so, Harvard graduates and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. what I'm, what I'm saying is Frank Black Tank. But, but what I'm saying is, is that this political rage is fueled and this music transcends different time periods. So the music is timeless, is what you're saying. Yes, yes. Because you can take that music and put it towards any time period that you want. As if you long didn't as know this, Rage is my absolute favorite band, my biggest musical influence. Tim Comerford, the bass player. The re- no, he's cool. Wait, what do you mean? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, this is a lot of dispatch. This is what we do. Uh, but I, I, this is very, very, I have tickets. I'm going to the show next year now instead of this year i never thought i never thought i would get a chance to see rage against machine in concert because they broke up 20 years ago and i thought i, I just wrote it off i was like there's five bands i've never seen in my life that i've always wanted to see and i can't bob marley can't see him sublime with bradley Knoll. i've seen them without brad um uh rage against machine was one full pink boy and uh, full as that one. So those were the bands I want to see. Now I finally have a chance to cut one of those bands off my list. I bought. I didn't, they could have charged me my firstborn kid. I'm sorry, Tom. What would my first five concerts be? Ooh. Real quick. Those are the I'm, main I'm, ones. Okay. Before I start this, Brandon, can you finish that? And yes. yeah, I want you to finish that and refill it before I answer this question. Who would be the five bands that I want to see? Do I have any more beer left? There's one left. All right, great. Yeah, there's more of the bridge. So, no, but I didn't know if I had any left. You drink coffee shit. Doesn't. What's that? It's just. It's a loud dispatch. You didn't finish it, by the way. I still see some in there. Can I put a sticker on that glass? (laughs) I don't care. We'll figure it out later. No, I'm kidding. All right. All right. But you got to refill it. That was the whole thing. Okay. So now the five bands that I would want to see. <laughs> I know I'm always out. In, in all honesty, this is probably gonna be weird and like you know it is cool what it is. Gang. <laughs> I no. I mean that would be cool though. I, it would be cool. I would have loved to have seen Tupac 
in all honesty, that that would be that would Oh be, god, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Yeah, like Oh Tupac and stuff. So Tupac is the first song I hear every day of the week because I go to work and I turn my Spotify on and I put on my downloaded playlist and I hit play and then I have to go hit shuffle. And the yeah. first song is always Tupac Changes. I'm actually, so I hear Changes every morning. I'm actually going to put Tupac and Biggie in the same time. I would too. So yeah. I'm gonna, those would be two artists that I would love to see. Uh, as for the next artist, um, I would go, and this is going to be totally left field, Presidents of the United States of America. Hey, fucking right. Uh, only Hey, do you know who wrote that album? Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. I believe it. He is, he is responsible. Sad. Look it up. Lump. Go ahead. Lump is Weird, even better than yeah, Peaches. Weird Al Yankovic is responsible Lump. for... That was supposed to be my first concert, but I wound up being in a, like, a, a show. So What's your first concert? That's a good question. I'll come back to that. We, okay, okay. 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 All right, I'll tell you two. Oh, I have two first mine. concerts. I consider I have two. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. Mm. You got drugs? Oh, uh, oh, drug. drug. <laughs> Rafi? <laughs> you know what though? I mean, that's a hell of a he's a hell of a musician. Yo, my man holds the world record for longest note held. Like oh he held it God. for like three days or something ridiculous. Like, <laughs> he, he had a little mechanism, he like walked away. Kenny, yeah, hey. My daughter's first concert while she was still in the in in the womb was too many zoos. So hey, I love too many zoos. I right? love too many zoos. Yeah, if you don't know too many zoos, or what's the other one? There's um. Oh, there's a bunch of them. No, 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 there's another band that's like they play together a lot. I can't remember the name right now, uh, but they're also like horns and saxes. Uh, Buck, a uh, moon hooch. Moon, moon hooch. Yeah, really that's another good one. Um. I'm a yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll put you in. Sick. I'll put you in after we're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, we got you. We got you. <laughs> we got you. All right. So, what's your first concert then? Uh, so, my my first concert. Well, so my first concert was actually I was going to see a band called Mephistopheles. Um, and yes, it was it was Mephistopheles. I was twelve years old. I was going to Club Lager in Oakland. I was going to see Mephiscopheles, and the opening act was the Pilfers, and it was Royal Crown Review. So it was. <laughs> I'm gonna need another beer. So what happened was, was I get there, Mephiscopheles, like Club Lager was on like the umpteenth floor of this building. Yeah. And it was oh like, man. We used to have the carrier gear up that shit. No, terrible. we used the elevator. Sometimes when they. I mean, no, worked, yeah, the green room was like where everything went down. Anyway, so you get up there the and you, you never been in the green room? No, we did the Battle of Bands. Oh, it was no, the downstairs. No, you, you talking about like, downstairs? No, they had no, three clubs in that building. No. Okay, fuck you both. Then I wasn't no. in the green room. Yeah, you, dude. No, wait. You no, hold on, hold on. The only time you played longer was with me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
All right, cool. Unspoken, unspoken yeah. was in the green room. I'm All right, sorry. okay. And the reason why, there was a couple of reasons why. Uh, one, we got dicked over on like a show that we were supposed to play. We sold tickets for and they wound up putting us in a different room like in this building. Uh, but later on, like, it was just, <laughs> Mark's just mad because he never got to see the green room. And I, you know what? I'm going to rub it. I'm going to run. I'm going to rub. Look, I'm going to rub salt in the wound real quick because, Mark, I don't know if you know this or not. I'm going to pee on your dick. Yo, the, gr- the green room actually had, like, a whole bunch of sitting you know what? Fuck you all. I'm sorry. I, I, saw, oh. I saw a good bit of green room. Thank you. Anyway, the point that I'm getting at is my first show was supposed to be, it was supposed to be the Pilfers were opening, uh, who were a nobody band, like, you know, nobody had ever heard of the Pilfers. Yeah, no, I, I didn't, I didn't, nobody knew who the Pilfers were. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I was 400 pounds skanking. I don't even care. Dude, I, hey, I good know. workout, man. I used to skank on stage. Listen, listen. These two motherfuckers, these two motherfuckers knew, knew me when I was like 420 pounds, and they are still yeah. my friends to this day. So, Love this dude. Like, I give it, dude. I'm almost 300 pounds. Fuck you all. <laughs> I don't care what everybody says. Um, that's another. That's something we'll get into in another podcast. Wait, but so I want to do my. I want to do my yeah, first concert. Yeah. Okay. So I had I want to say two because I had two different stages of concert going. Both of you know, probably none of you allowed to know. I grew up in a very religious atmosphere. Uh, was probably going to be a youth pastor up until like my senior year of high school and stuff. But so my first concert, my first actual like couple thousand people venue concert was would have been like the Newsboys and Audio Adrenaline. Not sure if you know them, but they were mm-hmm. Christian rock bands. Decent yeah. songs, you know, whatever. It's cool concert. They had great shows. But so my first, what I consider my first real concert where shit got real mosh pits and, and there were, you know, drugs and stuff was Megadeth and the Misfits back in like 96 wow. at Ross Draper Ice Gardens. Oh. So, and, and listen, wow. it's me, my brother, and Tony Massimino, who's one of my tattoo artists. We'll get him on someday. Um, we, remember Tony? No, that's Joe. That's a different dude. Yeah, he fucked. Uh, dude, I don't remember the end of the night. I got a lot of tattoo artist friends, but uh, yeah, he was great, Joey. But um, so I remember we watched the Misfits. We were there for Megadeth. We watched the Misfits. We're literally front row up against the gate. There they are. They throw water bottles out. Throw picks. We get picks and stuff. I remember uh, Misfits threw a water bottle and hit Tony in the head. And like I'm, I'm sitting next to him. I watch it hit him in the head, and I punch him in the stomach. And grab the bottle at the same time just to get the bottle. So I had this thing for like five years, you know, never drank it, obviously. And then we watched Megadeth play, and like, you know, we grew up, I'm a big Megadeth fan. Uh, Metallica, Megadeth would have been bigger than Metallica if they had slightly better singing. I love Dave Mustaine's voice, but it wasn't the commercial side that Metallica had. His voice is amazing, though. Anyways, uh, so this was my first concert and then we went out we, we bought our first concert t-shirts you know parents gave us money i mean i'm like literally 13 my parents dropped us off we so some guy gets on stage and think he sings about, think about that age when you're right right now right now like nowadays people let, let their kid go to a megadeth concert at 13 alone yeah right yeah so i used to go to concerts at 12 13 alone with my friends and you know but yeah but 
uh, I remember this guy gets on stage and he sings with the Misfits, right? Tall, skinny, fucking hippie-looking motherfucker. Remember the VJ, the MTV VJ, Jesse, real strung out, like hippie, had the weird hair. Where he was, ah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Remember him? He he won yeah. that MTV VJ challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He. They, they interviewed him one day, and they're like, what's the best moment of your life? And he's like, I remember I got on stage with the Misfits in Pittsburgh, and I sang with them on stage at the Misfits Megadeth concert. And I was like, are you for that motherfucker on stage with Jesse? So yeah. And I, like, so this was probably one of the most iconic concert experiences of my life. Like, it was amazing. I got picks from Megadeth. I had water bottle from the Misfits, you know? It was amazing. I consider that my true first concert. Yeah. Yeah. People smoking in the pit next to you get burned with cigarettes. There's people kicking your ass. My buddy shoved me in. My no, my brother. That's right. Kicked me into the fucking mosh pit. It was like, yeah. Yeah, here's my power. I'm way too old for mosh pits now. I was a slayer a couple years ago and I looked at everyone's like, let's go. And I'm like, yeah. All right, let's okay. Moshing has changed so much. Well, they swing fists and shit. Yeah, yeah. people we pick you up. We used to be in this guy, and he punched a kid, and immediately the Boston stopped playing. Oh yeah. And the singer called him out on it, and he was like, "That guy, right there." Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because it was one of the greatest moments I've ever seen in my entire life of a band actually respecting their fans. Their fans and looking out for them. Looking out for them. Absolutely. I've seen a few of them. It was amazing. It was amazing. As soon as I got that dude out of there, it was right back to the Have you ever heard Doc Dogwood? Real quick, quick, before we even go on to Brando's first concert. No, we already got that. Do you? We, we did it. Yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 we'll use your second for the. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember the show? We were playing a show at the Moose, and uh, somebody who I went to college with threw a beer bottle on stage. Oh. And I'll never forget this because you were talking about like family and like, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. So, yeah, like this dude, this <laughs> dude threw a beer bottle up on stage, and I just remember Brandon. Like, I remember seeing Brandon jump off the stage, then seeing the beer bottle crash, seeing everybody else jump off the stage, and then Pete, the door guy, grabs this dude. Like, I didn't even know what was going on, but this dude was trying to throw a beer bottle at me. And the entire band literally left off the stage oh, to like beat the shit out of this dude. And of course, you don't disrespect. Did yeah. you guys ball game him? Yes, ball game. So, so did Pete. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I love that guy. Yeah. 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 You know, we could we could probably fill up an hour of concert experiences between our our shows. We and, like, just did. I mean. <laughs> oh, no, we haven't even touched an hour on this yet. That was everything else. I mean, I've been like, I figure between the shows I've played and the shows I've been to, I've been to over a thousand concerts. And 
I, you know, I, I'm actually to the point in my life where like I pick one or two a year and that's when I go see. And I don't, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to dick around with seeing the same band twice anymore. No. Like I want to go see somebody new and, right. uh, you know, the older I get, the less I care about the atmosphere. There's a lot of, uh, you said Star Lake, especially, they really cracked down on smoking pot now. Every, I, I talked to the cops there last year when I was there. They were telling me that, um. 80% of their arrests are pot smokers, and I'm and not under ages. I'm like, you fucking idiot. But anyways, you know, you go to these concerts, and I saw Slayer now. No, fuck no, you know? But I got it, like, to go to a show. I saw, for the shits and giggles, I went to the Frampton. Um, Christ, I can't remember who else was there, but... Oh, dude, Croc Rock. Croc Rock is one of the coolest stages we ever played. Yeah. And we always just, hey, hey, party on, man. That was some of the best times to drop Monday. We'd go out there. We'd show up on a Friday night. We'd have a show Saturday night. We'd show up on a Friday night. We'd set up in the basement. We'd jam out our set practice. We'd have a, a concert downstairs. Everybody would be there. Right? And then uh, and then Jim would just get us fucking drunk until like four or five in the morning. Cheers to uh Yeah. East or PA Scranton. Uh Thank you. It's your Scranton too. Fuck you guys. Wasn't that the where we saw the guitar center with the Butch Walker poster on the Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, we used to party there a lot, man. Remember when we were gonna Jake? Who took somebody's bed? Uh, Jimmy. Oh, Jay Biscuits. Jay Biscuits took Jay's bed, his air mattress. So we were ratchet strapping him down to it. We we're going to put him in the pool in the neighbor's yard and just let him float there the rest of the night. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yeah, we were like, you know, what if he floats over at the plate or something? Yeah. We're going to fucking kill him. Jay was so pissed though. Oh, man, those were good times. You remember, he'd be like, You'd run out of a liquor, like we'd have a bottle of whiskey on the table. We'd all be drinking it. You'd run out, and Jim would be like, "Go down to the basement, go down two rights and a left." And you make this left, and it's like rows of liquor, it's like three, four bottles deep. It was like a liquor store. Oh yeah, that was a good time. Let's do that again. We played back to back. Oh, do I remember? Do you remember that? It was actually. Jolly Luge was playing drums for us at the time. Wait, oh, really? Yeah, because he stayed at the It was at Senior. We went to Senior. Oh, oh it's it's Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah. it was Cleveland. It was Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That was when we went to Jay's. It was. He it went behind the drums. They spent all night away, those two idiots. So, wait, does everybody remember uh, why we had a place to stay? Yeah. Every Jay and everybody else is like, oh, yeah, we got a, we're going to show Cleveland and Cincinnati. It's like a six hour fucking drive. Yeah, so. No. Yeah, no. That's well, no, there's yes. two yes. different. There's going to be two different. No. Steph and I, we were going out there. We're like, you know what? We're getting a hotel room. We ran yeah. a hotel room. And then. Yeah. We knew that none of you irresponsible fucks were going to rent a hotel room. We did. We did. So we, yeah, no, we no, did. no, no. You guys might have, but you our, guys no, we rented you a hotel room, but didn't tell anybody <laughs> until <laughs> the show. <laughs> After the show, everybody gets, everybody's done with the show, and they're like, oh, I wonder what we're going to do now. And Steph and I are like, I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to come back to the hotel with us and sleep in the room we got you. So it was Steph and I in one room, and we got 
the other eight fucking people one room. My, yeah. My, my, oh, my so we, we, we get this show in Ohio, right? And like we were told it's going to be like a door split show, like it's going to be the dream. Which we need to make it five bucks. Right. It's going to be the dream intending <laughs> drop Monday. Like there's, there's always people there. There's going to be free drinks. Yeah. yeah like, so. We wound up getting there. We played a show, and like, sh- I shit you not, like, there were people in the bar. Like, there had to have been at least 50 people in the bar, and not a single fucking person even looked. Like, we were over here, <laughs> and like, everybody was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. it was the police. Yeah. So, oh, so we watched Drop Monday set, and we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, but what did we get ourselves into? Mind you, we're playing behind, like, in the, like a back corner of, like, hey, just play in this closet and we'll have you guys. You'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. So, our, was that yeah. the one that, wait, was that the one that we stayed at Julia's camp? No, no. We, no, we okay. actually this shot. Drummond bro, wasn't there for that one, though. We, 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 you were. We, we, we shot a trailer. trailer. Yeah. We they shot a trailer. Trail. And we shot a trailer for the Dream Intended there, too. Was that the one in the little bar in the strip mall? Yeah. Yes. We went to the camp. You guys went to the hotel. We went to the camp. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah. 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 fucking about the yeah. Okay, yeah. good. And um, long story short, we had a guitar player that was like, look, all we got to do is play like, uh, what was it being like? It was like it was like some sort of like Ohio State like theme song, and like we played it, and no, I, I I still to this day I've never seen anything like it. People turn around, sang the like, oh, it's Ohio, Ohio, and like. Then turned back around and continued their conversation as if we weren't like as if it was like a fucking joke. Like, like, like the Blues Brothers movie when they go show up and they're supposed to be that country band. No fucking their songs. Music. Everybody's like crushing at them and they play um uh it's like the you know yeah they're jamming yeah, everybody's like yeah. oh. But it was the weirdest thing I had ever seen, and I'm yeah, standing yeah. there with a the microphone, like, like trying to go crazy, like, people, do you even hear me? And they're just like, dude, seriously, shut the fuck up. Like, um, I, I clearly met this woman on the internet. Like, shut, shut. Like, What's up, Oh, you're shit. playing oh, Ohio, O H I O. Anyway, shut the fuck up. Yeah, like you know what I mean, like that, like, and then like we we go back to the hotel room and like we didn't have obviously they didn't provide us with free alcohol, so like we stop at like a sheets or like something like that. Willard picked up like a couple cases of beer, and like we're like we can't find members of our band. We're all drunk, <laughs> like we we have like three or four hotel rooms booked, and like we're going to Cedar Point the next day. I don't know where anybody's at. Like nobody's any clue. Like. There's a video footage of it up on the line, by the way. Yeah, it was it was loud dispatch. Loud dispatch. It was it was crazy. It was an interesting show. So with that being said, 
Brando, let's get to your second concert as your final thoughts for this evening. What was your second? Wait, Kenny G. I want to cover something on here real quick. Wow. Well, we'll come back to that. Okay. We'll come back to that on another episode. High five! Oh, oh I have a C three eleven too. That'd be good. Were you stab? Oh. Really? What a prick! What a prick! I'm said the other one. I didn't really know who Ray Bruce Machine was. Oh yeah. Down, down. Down. Yeah. Okay. I want to cover something. What? We have Brandon's musical instrument collection on the notes. That's why I said we'll come back to this. Okay, but what I want to say is he doesn't have one anymore because he's in the cars and guns now. I still have equipment. You do, yeah. He has a lot. And so if you are interested in buying That's... some really good equipment. I wasn't, I wasn't even going to talk about that. I was just going to talk about, like, He had how, Paul Reed Smiths like, and great Gibsons. And all kinds of, and like, nice vendors and, it, it used to be an ongoing battle of, like, who could have the best guitar. And, like, Brando's collection of guitars and amps is probably... It was unrivaled at one point. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's still... And I got to be honest, the one you have now is still unrivaled, even though, you know... But... I still think to this day, though... His personal collection has gone from guitars Two cars and guns. Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah. very nice guns. But still, to this day, I still think that guitars are beautiful and that the Mason Bogies, oh, rectifier, hands down, the best sounding amp ever created. See, I'm the SVT3 Ampeg bass oh, player guy incredible. with Ooh. a 410 HLF cap. That's just my thing. Ooh. Yep, yep. I get it. I get with, it. With the Gibson Les Paul. With some, some triple humbucker motherfucker. Talk about some crushing, yep. crushing, crushing. Uh, Someday, so what we'll do on one of those, we'll talk about our dream gear. Yeah, if anybody's interested in, the, you know, like, we've all spent our life fucking instruments and music. No, wait, playing, fucking playing instruments that we didn't fuck well, just, them. Sorry, know, guys. There's probably a lot um, of people out there that want to get into Yeah. No we can talk about budget gear yeah, and what's good. What's good what's and bad, what's listen, I, t- kind of I think I sent you both pictures of this thing. I bought one of those Chinese made. You showed me that. The, yeah. So it's yeah, a, yeah. it's a Stingray base, and it's it's literally. I, I know the one thing that would tell you if you knew what you're talking about, you would know it's not an actual Stingray base you know on where this is. If you're not tracking in the in the studio, who cares? You need a high end guitar to to get that clarity. And dude, this thing, out. dude. Don't go out and spend two grand on a guitar. You can buy a lot of good gear for under a thousand. I bought this thing for hundred nine dollars. hundred nine dollars, and it is the neck is probably one of the best quality necks I've played, and the paint and the woodwork. The only thing is the electronics are not up to par. Yeah. So what you do is you buy this hundred dollar guitar, buy a hundred dollar pickup, buy a hundred dollar preamp or whatever. You know, everything else is fucking great. It's it's a player. It's a player. Well, it's not even that. Because you can just run a preamp. It's the player. You can take a turd and make it sound good if you if you know what you're doing. So I'm pretty sure in episode five, whenever I talked about photography, and I said, "Look, you can take any camera and take the shittiest camera, as long as the person that's taking the picture is doing right." So. With that like, being said, who keeps fucking with these lights? Uh, all of us, me. Anyway, uh, so with that being said, we're gonna end this 
episode 10 of Loud Dispatch. And who the hell knows? You might be even be seeing episode 11 with Brando. We don't know. We have uh, no idea. I think it might be nice. Look yeah. at this. And we might have another, uh, we might have uh, Josh here. Hopefully he's feeling better by then. Ooh. Final thoughts. Color. Do it. Put your penis into it. You can do it. Very powerful. Don't be afraid. It's like like it lost. Do not be if there's something you want to do, if there's something you want to experience, do it. Experience it. Take it apart. Put it back together. It's part of life. Smoke it. We'll we'll come back to this because we'll come back to this because Brando has a car collection and some vehicles that like uh, I don't even think the people can understand and what he has, what he has actually done to these vehicles like Ooh, yeah you know so we're gonna get Josh in here we're gonna do some work with Josh too with Brando uh, we're gonna also go visit Josh's uh, garage he uh, has a custom car garage he'll do your inspection and shit. Campbell's Customs uh, out in uh, what? Keithport, Portview, Portview, okay. And um, so, you know, we'll throw that actually out there. Nice plug. Uh, so, we're going to get some of Brandon's cars out there too, and uh, we'll get some other people some nice cars. We'll do a little custom car episode because that is a fucking art form I love. You only live once. You yeah. only live once. Since we're, since we're signing off, Brando, what car did you drive here today? Uh, no, and Porch Express. And we're gonna put a lot of dispatch sticker on it. We are. We are. We are. Oh my god. We I might. can't believe you're gonna do that. Look, 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 look. look you know what? Don't do it on glass though. Put on the glass because you can get it off glass. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, we'll actually take just a picture of it and we'll upload it just so that you see. Anyway, guys. Hey. Episode 10. Loud is fast. We fucking love you, loudies. Thank you. Absolutely. I'm a little drunk. All right. Peace.